These are the Keishi Tapes. You, Man, and Favaz explore the backstories and interviews heard on Keishi, the longest-running rock station in the country. It's Keishi Tapes. John Hewlett. Guy Favaza, the Favaz man. Favaz. Guy Favaz. Why? I don't know why I said that. Uh, Favaz. Yes. Uh, Fazoli. Faz. (laughs) It's got a lot of different names. And uh, today is an interview that Favaz did back in... I think it says on the uh, on the uh, mini disc, maybe two thousand five or two thousand three. I can't remember. It's with John Waite of the Babies of Bad English, and we just did a Bad English song. And Captain Concert, uh, one of our Casey Crazies, uh, posted a video of himself uh, playing guitar with John Waite and his band at the Wildy Theater. I, I forgot uh, how long ago it was, but it made us think about John Waite and, and what a Great performer he is and, and fun interview. And I've interviewed him a, a few times, and uh, this was one of the ones. I remember interviewing him back in 78 or something like that, 77, 78, when mm. I was just beginning here at the radio station. And they were just beginning as a band. The babies. And they were all in the studio. And I hated interviews like that when you had like you know four right. people. And, and they're being wise guys and right. teasing each yeah. other. And nobody's getting their inside jokes. And right. ugh, like that's, right. that's my memory of my did they first play? time. Did they play? Yeah, they played here in yeah. St. Louis. No, I mean, did they play on your show? I don't remember that. I don't remember. All right. So. So I'm reaching anyway, over here to the mini disc player and hitting. Just hit play. Coming out Cajun 95, Real Rock Radio, and that is Creed with arms wide open. It's Favaz, and he's here. Hi, John Waite. How are you? I'm well, thanks. How you doing? Great, man. Good it is a uh, thrill to have he, he, his, his speaking voice sounds just like his singing voice. Yeah, it yeah. does. It does. You here? Boy, it's nice to be back. Uh, what a rock and roll history you have, and I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait to get into yeah, it. Here. Right, uh, yeah. But you're here. Let's just tell the people real quick tonight that you're opening for Dennis DeYoung. Yeah. At the Two Hill Performing Arts Center, right. which is on the campus of Umsel. And uh, what time would you go on? Tonight. I haven't know? got a clue on. <laughs> yeah, it's what, seven thirty. Seven thirty. Seven thirty. Okay, yeah. great. Yeah. And uh, I'm. Uh, I guess tickets are still available for it. And Dennis is great at concert. And I can. What, you know what? We got to take a break. Oh, because yeah, I sure, just, I'm just going to get yeah. into it. So John Wade is here. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back with him. Casey <laughs> ninety. So uh, got a little tired there. Just yeah. kind of wore, well, no, wore I, out. I, know. I had a, I had a break there. Got to catch my breath. Huh? Okay. I just talked to somebody for a minute and a half. Woo. I'm done. Yeah. All right. So now you have to hit it on the next one. All right, welcome back, everybody. It's Favaz, and I am joined by John Waite, formerly of the Baby's Bad English solo career. And John, it's great to have you here at Casey. Hey, great to be here, guy. And let me tell you, uh, what did you just ask me for? And the- oh, he can call you guy, but I can't. He he did. Hey, it's John Waite. Hey, 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 it's John hey, Waite. It's John Waite. Was totally unsolicited on oh, your part? Oh, a Keishi pig t-shirt. <laughs> no, I used to have one when I was in the babies. It was a big thing to have a, a pig t-shirt. You actually Smoking remember? Smoking a joint. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You, were, you remember that stuff? Oh, I mean, yeah. That it was, was great. I, was, I, I probably gave it to him. Yeah. Just like oh, Cream boy. Magazine used to have Boy Howdy on the beer cans. Ah, uh, True. You know, I had a, used to have a Boy Howdy t-shirt as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because I, I met... What was it? A Boy Howdy? Boy, I have no idea. Yeah. Judas Priest a year ago, and I ran into Rob Halford, and that was the first thing he said. Really? Because I was wearing one. He was like, ah, the pig. The pig, yeah. You know? Yeah. That was cool. I think well, St. Louis, I think of the pig. Well, well gosh, got to be known for something. Well, hey. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome once again. Um, uh, John Wade is opening for Dennis DeYoung tonight at the Two Hill Performing Arts Center on the campus of Umsel, and uh, tickets remain. I'm, I'm sure you could probably just go tonight, although I I don't know. Now that people, you're going to be here, and you're going to be on our sister stations, so you might we'll get be, a rush of tickets. Well, on, so. you know, I, I know this, it's pretty 
pretty tight, but there are some left. Okay. We've been doing radio all day. All right. Yeah. So let, let's start. Mr. You, radio. You look good. Thank you. Still got long hair, sure everybody. Um, and uh, it's all mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Not everybody can say that, but John it's still, can. It's all mine. Yeah. And it's, uh, was it purple? Sometimes it's been pink and purple and... Yeah, I remember in the colors. videos it was pink. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. God, <laughs> and my teeth too. <laughs> that's good. So what? Which is rare for the Brits. He's got yes. his, all of his original have teeth. Have the too. last. Yeah. <laughs> that's what he said. Yeah, I know, and I said that, which is rare for the Brits. Yes, yes, yeah, 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 it is. And big ears and bad teeth never goes out of style in Britain. That's an old joke. Sorry. Ten years been like for John Waite. Well, I mean, I'd been putting out sort of records that were more singer songwriter. There were still rock records, but there were more. Uh, yeah, more... but but he doesn't he doesn't write any of his music that I I mean rarely I think I think really even back when he was in the babies I don't think he did write much of his music I think mm. a lot of the baby songs were written by other people mm. yeah as a matter of fact I know them the big hits were huh yeah well, personal I guess I went from bad English to sort of like wanting to really just get back to something more rootsier so yeah. you know I, I tried to sort of approach it from a different direction. And has that been fun for you? Or yeah, oh, totally. Yeah, you know, I mean, I've, I've done some film music. I, I was at a song in True Romance, the Tarantino movie, and I've done a lot of gigs. And the record sold. It's just there's been no major hits on it. But uh, this one's doing quite well. So I guess if you just keep chipping away, something will come up. But, it's called uh, The Hard Way. The Hard Way. The Hard Way. And that's a good explanation of his career. Just keep chipping away. Yeah. That's what he's that's done. That's what he's done. Yeah, he's not a household name, but people have heard his voice uh, yeah. without knowing who he was and what band he was in at the time that they heard him. You know, he's people that listen to our radio station, Casey in St. Louis, they know who John Wade is. Yeah, for sure. Good song. I'm going to play that in just a little while. So let's talk uh, when you started the Babies. Um, you obviously uh, were the front and center, and and really you're the only one that that people know, other than Jonathan Cain later on. Really, yeah. In reality, uh, can you believe it's been 30 years since we broke up? Yeah. Yeah, I can. It seems like, you know, when you wake up in the middle of the night sometimes, it seems like, you know, we're all going to meet in the studio at, at midnight. But in reality, this, you know, it, it is a long time ago. And, and uh, the songs still stand up. They Especially do. the first three albums, I thought, really had some strong, strong unity. And, and you co-wrote or just wrote all those, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. Weren't you I the mean, big I one? was sort of unintentionally thrown into the middle of it. I mean, I used to be just the bass player that used to write the songs. How did how'd the baby mm. start? Look, if you check it, that's not oh, the case. I don't know, John. I think well, he's MFing you right there. Maybe he wrote some songs, but he didn't write any of the hits. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> How did this start? There was me and a guy called Mike Corby, and we, we had a mutual friend called Gordon who used to work in a guitar shop on Shaftesbury Avenue in London in the West End. Yeah. And Gordon used to have a guitar pick nailed to the floor. And every time you were leaving the shop, you'd say, hey, you dropped your pick. And then he'd try and get his thing off the floor that was nailed down. <laughs> Gordon <laughs> thought that was pretty funny, but Gordon was a friend of Mike's and mine. Ah. And he introduced me and Mike one night in a pub, in a pub on uh, in Hampstead called uh, Richard Steele's. And we sat down drank a few beers and talked about putting a band together and actually I knew we were trying to find a drummer and trying to find a keyboard player and all that stuff and a year later we actually had the whole band together and we got a record deal. Was that easy though to get it's a deal? It's the hardest at, thing I've ever done. Was it really? Yeah, I mean, Even there was then. no bands being signed at all and A&R people, you know. And, and I guess you were coming up, you guys were coming up during the punk movement, so. Just before it, we were just, just in a scent, just as the pistols were on, on uh, TV. Wow. Yeah, it was, it was a really wild thing because it was running side by side. And then after the babies went away, your solo career took off, and you hit right at the right time as far as MTV uh, was concerned yeah. with, with change and, yeah. and stuff like that. The, those video days, that must have been a gas, too. Yeah, I, I, mean, I mean, the babies, actually, just talking about the babies, 
we're the first band ever in the history of rock and roll to get a, a deal by making a video. Really? Because we couldn't get signed being called the Babies. True. People I thought, you know, oh, we're just like a bubblegum band. So we went, because that was the big thing about the Babies. We're kind of hard rock band with this name that was kind of strange. What was awesome. the video for? Uh, uh, Wild Man. We had this song called Wild Man, and if you've got the time, and uh, looking for love. Mm. And yeah. we if you've got the time and looking for love are still Casey mm. classics that I play. Uh, he, he did not write Isn't It Time, which is one of their big hits. John has to show that he's right. Give him a second. Yeah. Mm. Keep going. Wait a minute. <laughs> Every time I think of you, not written by John Waite or anybody in the babies. That's All two right. songs. All right. There you go. Okay. There, there'll there be go. more. The guy called Mike Mansfield in London. And uh, one thing led to another. We got signed. Wow. Yeah, it's a big deal. Hmm. So uh, I, I was uh, telling John off the air here that uh, I'm going to play a baby song. Give them time to set up, and, and they're going to play live here in a second. So this has really got me foxed. Okay, so I was, I was like, all right, so I said I'm going to play a baby song, and then you got him foxed, foxed, whatever that means. <laughs> you started naming off all the hits, didn't you? I you did. Said, okay. Well, actually, I named a few that weren't hits, though. Right, but you said, "Isn't it time?" And did you say "Midnight Rendezvous"? No. Or? Is okay. that what you're going to play? No. I said, "Back on my feet again." No. I said, I'll, "Every I'll, time I think of you." Let me. Let me. No. 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 Let me tease you with uh, what album it's from. <laughs> It's from oh Head my. First. Head First. And I'll even tell you the song number. I'm going to see how good you are. Okay. If you remember. Wrong or right? Uh, the, the last, Broken Heart. The last song on the album, number nine. Golden Mile. No. No. Um, um, I, I know what Can I have is. another drink? <laughs> Was that the song no or are you serious? No, what is it? California. Oh, my God. When's the last time you thought about that song? Well, somebody shouted for it about about two weeks ago. Actually, Did with they? Dennis, we were uh, in a, one of the first Dennis gigs, uh, Dennis DeYoung, and somebody actually shouted "California." Wow! But they shout for these really weird songs. I mean, the audience is just restless. They just keep shouting all these songs, and you think, I mean, it's got to the point now with Jimmy, my guitar player over there. Yeah. Jimmy will play a song. We're on the radio today, and we hit a brick wall with this DJ. It just took all the wrong turns, and we're kind of stuck. And oh, Jimmy what says, station well, was that? I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> but uh, but and, and Jimmy said, well, try this. And he started playing Back on My Feet again. And it took me like about five seconds to realize he was Back on My Feet again. <laughs> 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 Pretty weird, right? Isn't that funny? There's so, so many songs. But, but now, but I mean, the California, does it come back to you? Do, you? do you have any, was it because of your first trip to California? Yeah, you oh, yeah. It? You know, when we came back home, I mean, when I got there, and we had this big first year with the babies, and we, we toured everywhere we possibly could. Came to St. Louis, Cleveland, Detroit. We did everything. We toured really, really hard, and we'd made, I think, the first record, and this was our second, I think. No, our third record. We'd just been touring and touring, and it was just about going home and uh, seeing my girlfriend, and, and sort of, you know, nothing had really happened or changed, you know. Right. I couldn't really afford to sort of buy a house and get married, and I couldn't really afford to take her back with me, which I did. <laughs> but it was really about coming home and going, baby, I'm home, and there's a big silence. <laughs> <laughs> it's from 1979. Oh. Play it for you right now. It's a Casey classic, and we come back, John, uh, more with John, and you're going to uh, sing. I apologize. He did co-write Midnight Rendezvous and oh. Back on My Feet Again. Oh, those are two but, big uh, hits. Yes, hits. Yes, 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 okay. yes. yes. Right. So I was right. half right. Okay. He's half right. All right, fine. Four, so yeah, I you. am, yeah. Can't wait to hear that. Here's California, The Babies, Casey 95. Oh, I love that song. Yeah, yeah. great, great uh, Casey classic. Mm-hmm. Is the whole song on here? No, I uh, shouldn't be. Baby, oh, I miss you, girl. 
He also co-wrote Turn and Walk Away. Oh, huh? yeah. All right. That's three hits, John. Yeah, okay. That's All three. Right, fine. All right. He's got three. I got two. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the, but he's a great guy. He, it was he's fun. Just, yeah. I, I, mean, I remember tell, it. He yeah. enjoys doing this, yeah. you know, and talking about his music, talking to the fans. Babies oh, and California. Mind-blowing. You blew my mind. Well, John, wait. Uh, you wrote that song, and you were singing that. And God, I, you might have to add it to your set list. Well, we, we, had a few, yeah, we had people shout for that one. I mean, it's like, you know, I keep looking out at the audience and thinking, they can't be serious. <laughs> but, some, you know, it's, I've got such a huge catalog. You, you do. Know, I, you have one. Let me ask you. Yeah. I mean, do you have to work for a living? Yeah. Do you really? The baby's never made a penny. No kidding. Yeah, it does not wow. surprise me at all, man. Wow, yeah, back in the day. Yeah, yeah, they, they got ripped off. Chrysalis mm. Records was the label they were on. Wow. Yeah, yeah Chrysalis still said we own money. It's mm. <gasps> terrible, isn't it? God. The music business. It is. It, it, it really is. I've seen God, enough. I hate Chrysalis. <laughs> <It's terrible. laughs> yeah. You know, Chrysalis, the title Chrysalis, it, it, it's a combination of names. It'll come to me as I as I know how to spell along. it. C-H-R-Y. Yeah. Yeah, Chris. Chris S. A L L I S chrysalis. Yeah, uh, uh, there are two. It's a combination of two people's names. Huh. Just, just, well, just like A and M Records was the the A stood for Her- Alfred and Herb Alfred, Alpert. Yes. And the M was uh, last name of Jerry Moss. Oh, okay. Yeah. There you go. <coughs> well, I get paid some publishing sort of thing. You know, I get sort of checks from all the radio playing all that. Right. I keep everything. Oh, okay. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. No. John White's in concert tonight. He's opening for Dennis DeYoung at the Two Hill Performing Arts Center, which is um, on the in the uh, campus of the University of Missouri St. Louis. And mm. uh, when was the last time you were in St. Louis? Do you remember? Uh, about four or five years ago, we did a big uh, concert just in the car park here. In the, oh. Uh, oh, in the parking lot here at yeah. Union Station. Yeah. Why don't I remember that? Well, the NACA opened. There was a few bands, and then we we sort of came out and headlined, and it was it was hmm. a really good gig. Okay. Yeah. And you and you remember the old days of coming to St. Louis and coming totally. to Casey? And- I mean, it was just you know. I mean, we were just—we had breakfast in a hotel this morning, and I realized that I was in the hotel the baby stayed at. No kidding. One of the like second or third tours, because huh. the, the 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 house detective Tom's taken my feet off the chair. That I'd, I'd my feet up. I was just like trying to kill time in the lobby, and this house dick walked up. He looked like something out of a Tennessee Williams novel. And he said, "Hey, son, take your feet off that chair." <laughs> oh yeah, I'm a guest in this hotel. Yeah, yeah, sure, you know. Oh wow. It's kind of rough back then, you know. Yeah. yeah. It was a tough place. All right. Well, we want you to sing, man, and uh, I was really f- glad to find out that you were going to do this. So you're. Gonna, uh, are midnight, you ready, Jimmy? Midnight. Yeah, uh, uh, go ahead. This is John Wait, live on KC. Chris Wright and Terry Ellis. Oh, so it was Chris so, and Ellis came together. With, so uh, those are the two bastards that John Wait really hates. Yes, probably. Chris right. Records. Unfortunately, we can't play Mm-mm. this Midnight Rendezvous that he sings. No, yeah, it's unfortunate. Well, it is. So. But he remembers it. Here it comes again. So how do you want to? Gotta go so fast forward. Fast, fast forward. forward or yeah, to the hold next. it down. No, 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 no. Oh. I just play jukebox here. Request another one. Yeah, sure. Um, okay. I, do you want to do isn't it time or? He sounds so damn good. <clears throat> he really does. To this day, I don't know how old he's. He's in his seventies, probably early. This 70s. was 05. This was 05. Yeah, 05 so it was yeah. over 16 years ago. But I heard he still sounds this good. Last time he appeared at the Wiley Theater, I think it was. People said he just sounded fantastic. His voice is just piercing. It's crystal clear. You can tell he's got just quality chords, man. Let's see uh, how old he is. Go ahead, John. Or do you want to... Here we go. 
Oh, man. 68 years old. 68. Yeah. I'm sure it sounds pretty good. Yeah. Oh, I love this stuff. John Waite. <laughs> what, what's your best song that you ever wrote, you think? Um, or your favorite or something oh, that man, means the most to you? There's a lot. I mean, there's some stuff on the thir- on the, the Head First album. I thought that the Golden Mile or maybe yeah, the gold- before that. But- Golden Mile is a Casey classic. Really? Yeah. I still oh. play that song. Yeah. yeah, he wrote that, John. Yeah, that's what I hear. Yeah, it wasn't a hit though. Sorry. <laughs> a lot of the stuff that I wrote first has yeah. a real sort of intuitive kind of thing to it, and the middle stuff, I'm not sure about any of that. But the last, the last three albums I put out, I thought were the best things I've done. Really? No we got a single now that's 26 with a bullet on AC. And you, and you know, oh. a guy like him, you got to trust his instinct on that, you know, because he obviously is a very talented dude, can write, play music. Uh, saying his, his his vocals are just so great that you know he would know you right. know and 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 the rest of us are you know we're kind of armchair quarterbacks when it comes to deciding what's good and what's not but the artist himself he would know if he's putting out his best stuff ever more so than anybody he else he's around it all the time right you know right he, he knows. yeah Okay. It's called New York City Girl. Right. And that it's it's like it's rock, but it's in a in a really kind of it's just. I don't know, man. I, I'm just trying to always move forward, and that was that's the big point with me. I don't want to stay where I was and just sure. just be a. That's an easy thing to do. I think it's a cheap excuse, you know. I think I love music, and I'm always I'm interested in new bands, and I'm always interested in the radio and what the radio's playing. When I lean forward to put the radio station on, I'm still as expectant as I was when I was 17. Right, and right. It on. means a lot to me. That's that's mm. good. That's a good way to be. Um, yeah. When I say bad English days, what do you think of? When I you know, that, that's one of the things about radio that I think is an advantage. Most, most people, a lot of people don't necessarily think of it this way. It's an advantage not knowing what's coming up next. Right. You know, all these other services where you can mix and match and pick your songs and everything mm-hmm. like that. A, you burn out your favorite songs. Right. And B, you kind of know in a lot of cases what order they're coming up in. And it takes the magic, the mystery, the excitement out of what's next. To me. Yeah, I yeah. see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what John's saying here. Yeah. You know? Here, I asked see? him about bad English. Oh. See you smile. <laughs> I can face the world. <laughs> <laughs> were those fun days? Were those uh, big rock star days, or what were those? Uh, they were just, like, full out. Me and Neil used to sort of, like, live it absolutely full out. But, I mean, it was a lot of laughs. I mean, it was number one, you know? Yeah. I don't think you could have held that together more than we we tried for a second record, made it, and blew up making the second record. But there was too much um, information. We had too many different uh, disagreements about where we're going to go. Really? And I'm, I'm sort of, you know, especially then, you know, being edgy. I think I was like, just really wanted to push everything as far as it would go. I didn't really want to be mainstream. Hmm. And that was a mainstream band. That's for it sure. was. And, and God bless all that. Yeah. But there was, was some music. tracks on there that was like, that, that were darker, you know, like Forget Me Not. Right, and that's where I felt we should have been heading, you know, because Neil's really a great guitar player. He is. You ever talk stuff. to him anymore? Or? Yeah, I keep bumping into him. I, I saw him in New York City about um, two years ago. Just just walked around the corner, and there he was. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It was that's just stood funny. there, and I went, Neil. He says, "Hey, man, you've grown your hair. <laughs> <laughs> your hair's not pink anymore." <laughs> yeah, I can't, what, what do guys like that talk about when they bump into each other? You know, yeah. it'd be interesting to just be in there and listening. You Money. Know? <laughs> Maybe yeah. We went for a drink. You know, it's always nice to see Neil. That's cool. Yeah. And and tonight when you play at the Two Hill, you'll you'll play your wide range of your. When we do Bob Dylan, we do Hank Williams. We do we do Change. We do Back on My Feet again. When I See You Smile, we do all these wow. things. Missing You. We do, oh, we, there's the set list. <laughs> oh my God. We have God, I want to go see him right now. I know. I want to see it too. I do. 
quite a few service. But, you know, we try and keep it interesting. There isn't really a set list like that. We might have that on stage to show us what we can play, ah. but we'll deviate from ah. that and just play something that comes into our heads. You know, I was saying on the classic show this past Sunday, some artists are going to be able to get out faster than others. I think the superstar bands like the Stones and U2, where their, 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 their tours are so expensive. Yes. You can't cut the audience in half and still make it profitable for them right. to get out on the road. But an artist like him, I think he could still get out there and do it here. You can cut the audience in half, maybe raise the ticket prices a little bit because people are dying to see live music. And I think economically it could be feasible for someone like him. I think so, too. And you know what? It just made me think of uh, I'm going to tweet to him that we're, uh, you know, we're putting this out. And see if he listens to it and if he retweets it and stuff like that. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. He probably will. I mean, it sounds like yeah. he's just on top of everything. Yeah. The audience always shout things, so we sort of try and keep up with the audience. You know? That's awesome. Yeah. John Wade, it's been a pleasure. I know you've uh, got to go down the hall here, so. And, and what, I arranged. What's going to happen down the hall? Well, <laughs> Mark Close, he, he's a big, ugly man. No. He's <laughs> oh, a good guy. Mark, Mark used to work at Casey back in the early 80s. In fact, I bet you may have met him. I'm oh. sure he's got a good story from back in the day. Mark has uh, uh, been in St. Louis and on radio for <laughs> Almost thirty years. Well, probably. that's great. So you might, but um, anyway. So I, 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 yeah. Uh, John has two Casey T-shirts now. And Absolutely. I arranged this day so you would come to my studio first. So oh, well, that's uh, been I, nice I, to I wanted, hang out. I know? wanted to hog you for just a little bit. So is is that like a Casey joke? Hogging people. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, I'm going to hog it. Oh, no, no, stop. <laughs> John, wait tonight. I, I want to thank Jimmy too for playing guitar. Jimmy Leahy so. on the guitar. Yeah, and uh, Jimmy Leahy. I don't know who's that. Jimmy Leahy is guitarist for Dennis DeYoung. Well, that he was opening for Dennis DeYoung. Maybe he did both. He he did. I'll be damned. Wow. And Jimmy Leahy, I went to Cal, we went to New York to see uh, ELO mm-hmm. uh, with uh, Learn and Carl the Intern, right. and uh, Jimmy Leahy was with us. Really, he was with you. Yeah, on the we, trip. Yeah, Jimmy Leahy, uh, uh, or maybe we met him there. Now, uh, yeah, I think we met him there. And we went to the concert with him. We had dinner with him, and huh. and we're we're friends. He comes uh-huh. with Dennis DeYoung. I go backstage. I talk to Jimmy Leahy. Did you just do it uh, yeah. when Dennis was just, just recently? Here? Yeah, Jim Leahy. I wonder. Th- I've seen him too. Then I have no idea who he yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. He had a heart attack or something maybe uh, t- two years or so ago, huh. and uh, somehow you know, got got over it. it. Was pretty pretty serious. Wow. He got over that last time Dennis DeYoung was here in St. Louis. He was on stage with him. Wow. Yeah. I'll be darned. John Wade tonight, Two, <laughs> Two Hill Performing Arts Center, campus of Umsel. He'll open up for Dennis DeYoung. 7.30. And, uh, 7.30. And I'm going to play the title track now to John's ah, new record called The Hard Way. Thank Here you. it is, KC95. God bless. All right, there you there go. There it is. Nice interview, man. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. You, and what a great subject matter. So I, I just I wish people could hear the songs that he sang. I know, you know so, with Jimmy Leahy playing guitar. I mean, you know, I, w- because of uh, copyright laws and stuff, we can't we can't air that. But it is just so good. Yeah, it, it's really neat. I wonder if you got the artist's permission, could you do it? But that's probably not. Know. It's probably not just the artists, right? It's, involved it's, in something it's like who, that. Who it's, own? Yes. Yeah. It's the copyright publishing people, the publishing people, the publishers. Yeah. 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 If the artist doesn't own the publisher anymore, he can't give you yeah. the okay. Yeah. Ah, tricky, terrible. I hate the legalities of things sometimes. But anyway, so there you go. That's uh, episode 122 of Casey Tapes. John Waite, formerly of the Babies and Bad English, and as a solo artist, he's very good, too. I'm John Hewlett. You can follow me on Twitter at STLUman, and on Instagram, I'm Johnny Hewlett. And I'm Favaz. See ya. AMF. The Casey Tapes with you, man, and Favaz. For more on the history of Casey, go to KC95.com or the Casey mobile app.